It's funny. I'm sitting here in the studio, so focused on this show, with thanks to KJ Kindler and Keith Kelly for joining us. Kind of like having two guests in the first hour to set the table for the show. Especially two rock star guests. That was great. Keith was great. But I've been so focused on this show that I haven't even allowed myself to look at the TV and realize I've left undisputed and first take on for the entire first hour of the show. I haven't allowed myself to get triggered by debate TV. Have they been discussing whether or not Kyler Murray can win playoff games going forward and whether his career is done following last night? Uh, quick, the NBA is in the fire is in the top five stories of the day, and we'll get to the Thunder game last night. Uh, but I, I don't know if this is an honest moment or maybe career, uh, committing a career felony. Yeah, but they're talking about the Lakers and Frank Vogel's job being in jeopardy on Undisputed right now, and I. Just don't have any passion for the NBA right now. I mean, none. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about, and, and it's crazy because in in my job in Mad Dog, I get a chance to work regularly with Rick Kamla, who covers the NBA nonstop. But, you know, I'll watch a highlight. I've maybe sat and watched two games so far this year. And, some might say, well, your Lakers stink, so that's why. No, nah, I mean, Lakers are pretty good the last few years, and I, I don't know if it's because of the path the Thunder have taken and the overall kind of vibe of the of the fan base has shifted somewhat. I don't know, Josh. I just – there there's not a lot. College football lasts longer now because of the transfer portal with everything that's – gone on with Lincoln Riley leaving OU and Brent Venables being hired. More of our attention is focused on Oklahoma football now for a longer period of time maybe than would typify previous years. We, we just had a guest on to end last hour talking about a the new portal. addition right. to Oklahoma. So I think that's part of it too. And then, I think college basketball has recaptured some of my excitement. Right? Sure. I think, you know, getting to do a few more women's games, which has been fantastic for me personally. Which I imagine that some Oklahoma women's basketball news might just be in this top five uh, set of stories. Yes, it is. Because not only am I about to hit the road with the OU women's basketball team, but they've got another player of the week on her. So, and, and the rankings, which came out right after we left the show yesterday. So we got a lot to get to, but I'm just... If someone were to try to engage me in a debate about the NBA season, and I'm watching, is is that Shannon or Sterling Sharp? Is it Sterling? I'm watching Sterling Sharp and Skip Bayless sit here. Oh, it's Shannon Sharp. I'm sorry. I'm a dummy. <laughs> Definitely Shannon. Ster- Sterling is the is the Sharp brother you never hear from. Shannon Sharp is the Sharp brother. Hall that of is, Famer. Hall of Famer. Right. That is always there. And I'm not, I'm not hating by any stretch of the imagination. One of the best tight ends in the history of the game. Period. So with that in mind, I'm watching them like passionately yell at each other about the Lakers, and I'm thinking, if someone's like, oh, the Lakers got to do this. What's wrong with the Lakers? Where are they? I'd be like, oh, I've got a pretty good idea okay. of what's wrong with the Lakers. I think I can fix them. <laughs> but I just want to point something. Oh, you do? Yes. But I don't think you know what you're talking about. You don't know anything about See, I, I don't even—I can't even fake it. When, uh, when is Anthony Davis coming back? Uh, I think next month. Okay, well then Fixed. that's when they'll start playing good. 
<laughs> Hold on, we may just have a Don't late... expect them to be winning games until Anthony Davis is back. Uh, we may have just had a last-second addition to the guest list. because, And I can say this because there's a chance that JT Gasso got in his car, or his truck, turned on the radio and, and, and caught us and realized, oh, I didn't text Plank back. <laughs> It'd be great to get him on the show. Yeah. I, I texted him yesterday at noon. So literally right after we got off the air, because I saw, sidebar quick, quickly for the top five stories today, I saw that Coach Gasso was on the Inner Circle podcast with our buddy Eric Lopez. Yeah, Eli. that quote was making the rounds yesterday. Which one was the uh, the one that, that Patrick put on the Twitter feed? Yeah, if you're if you're not all in, then I don't know. I got, I got to pull it up. I don't want to misquote. That's what kind of scares me about whenever I like have to go cover another event. Like like women's basketball or men's hoops. Like, are you all in with us right now? Playing? Thanks, Coach Patty Gasso. Please, uh, where is the brick wall? I'm prepared to run through it. Dude, she's awesome, isn't she? JT said whenever. We should throw – you want you want to throw ten thirty at him and see what he says? Yeah, that's a nice round number. So, but but one thing that's not in the top five stories of the day that Coach Castle said. I'm about halfway through the podcast right now, and Kinsey's on there too. But one thing Coach Castle said was that they've got the the, the the funding had been matched. Remember, Love's Travel Stops gave ten million and nine ten million whatever it was, and then. They will JT Gasso ten thirty boom there we go set Jameson Thomas Gasso at ten thirty on the show so I better hustle here a bit but remember Love's Travel Stop gave a number and then matched three million well either this this dropped while I was snoozing or Coach broke a little news but not only did they get the three million and Love's Matched it, but they've they're ready to break ground. Let's go! How awesome is that? So exciting times for OU softball, who were preseason number one in the most recent rankings. All right, let's go. Top five stories of the day. Big story number five. So as we sit here at ten oh nine on a Tuesday morning, Josh, there is no news. Well, hold on, I I haven't refreshed Twitter in a little bit, uh, but there is no new news. On one Caleb Williams, which again now you look at it, like, this is really starting to drag out. Oh, it's just absurd. I'm telling you what, I'm buying the Murdoch theory. I'm thinking if you're in this and you're all about NIL and that's the most important thing to you, and you can sit here and say it's about development as much as you want, but NIL, 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 what they've put together at Oregon is. Very interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. But, again, I don't know. I mean, I've reached this point now. Well, to I where think that's a better landing spot than USC anyways. Maybe. and I mean, you're going to be the starter. Well, you're going to be the starter at USC too, but you, you have better supporting cast with what Marco Cristobal has done in recruiting. And what a – if that comes to pass and that happens, what a coup for Dan Lanning Huge. to start out there. Yeah, absolutely. But I guess, you know – Yesterday, Chuba Purdy decided that – well, I'm sorry, Chuba Purdy decided that he was going to go to Nebraska, which in a lot of ways seems to open the door for Jackson Dart to Oklahoma. We'll see. That's the wishful thinking anyway. Is that what it is right now, wishful thinking? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with Dylan Gabriel. But here is the portal list with two additions yesterday. We appreciate the time that Keith Kelly gave us from Wyoming about the – Addition of one, um, why did I just blank on C.J. Colton. 
CJ Colden, thank you. Ten PBUs last season. Not bad. Can uh, I Walker? The addition from Louisville, cornerback, and Trey Morrison, the defensive back at North Carolina, were the three ads yesterday. Uh, you had Jeff Johnson, the Tulane kid that had transferred in, T.D. Roof out of App State. Which won't call, uh, count for the scholarship numbers. Yeah. Uh, Jonah Luola, I think I, I, from I, Hawaii. I was the one who found out the pronunciation of his Jonah name. Jonah Laula, La I think. Thank you. <laughs> if I remember how you taught me. Uh, Daniel Parker, the tight end from Missouri. The McCade Mature kid out of Cal, the offensive lineman. And, of course, Dylan Gabriel. Portal news. Hashtag the portal. A little breaking news here. Uh, Dewan Jones has entered the portal at Ohio State. So... This is – I got this from Gabe. What about Jigba? Is he going in anytime soon? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> be but nice if we could land him. I got this from Gabe, which might kind of raise a few eyebrows when you're talking about a six foot eight, 360-pound offensive tackle who was a true junior last year, which means potentially two years of eligibility left. Four-star prospect. Hmm. Oh, was a good basketball player. We know that matters. But maybe, uh, uh, uh huh, 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 Dewan Jones in the transfer portal uh-huh. at Ohio State. <laughs> maybe a name for Sooner fans to keep an eye on. All right, big story number four. Oh, my gosh. I just literally looked at my top five stories today from yesterday, and I almost like, game ball to the bar. What is that about? Um, Oklahoma City Thunder action last night. It kind of is what typified Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. They played tight for a while. Get you excited? Oh, littering. No, that's my bad. Littering and littering. And actually, it was mine. I'm muted. Shade double. Dance is free. And Thunder's down a big right-hand finish. He leaves every member of the Mavericks historically in his wake on that surge to the cup. Uh, but in the end? Giddy looking. Still looking. Will throw the fade. And oh, goodness. It was from Muscala. It was knocked away by Hardaway. And the game is over. The Mavericks, by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin, survive the Oklahoma City Thunder. 104-102. Yeah, all right. Way to go, Mavs. <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo. So, OKC is now off until, I believe it's uh, Wednesday night when they travel to take on the San Antonio Spurs. Another picture-perfect Tanking performance. You get you all fired up. You're like, oh, they're playing great. They're playing great. And then you're like, oh, they didn't play great enough. Let's go. Really, really productive for my uh, group text with plenty of friends that will say, <laughs> man, but they've got so much young talent. <laughs> I don't – I agree. It's like at what point do we start saying, let's go on some games? All right. Um, so that was the final score last night. Uh, Lakers won in the game that LeBron James guaranteed they would win. So there is that. Another five hundo. Look out! <laughs> I picked Heating up. I, I think you're right, though. I was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Well, um, <laughs> they, don't they don't have Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right, big story number three. Let's go around the NFL. A uh, couple of non 
game notes from last night, as that's big story number two. Mike Mayock is out as the general manager of your Las Vegas Raiders. Rich Bisaccia was asked about... And by the way, he had his press conference before it was announced that Mayock was out. Was asked about the permanent head coach's job with the Raiders. Mark and I have, have had some conversations. Uh, there's due process. He has to interview some other candidates, as I, I, I well know. I'm very respectful of the process, what it's supposed to look like and how it's supposed to work. I think we'll be in constant conversation, and we'll certainly talk again before the week is over. I've done a 180 on this. I want him to keep the job. I... I don't know why. I'm pulling I, for him too. I, I don't I don't know if it's the best thing for the future of the Raiders. I don't know, but I just I want him to keep the job and he's got players lobbying for him. What a great gesture, right? I, I'm not gonna stand here and say, no, I don't think that's great and I don't appreciate <laughs> that. And it was never asked for. Actually there was there were meetings that we had where I I almost, you know, kinda explicitly told them, Don't do that or you don't have to do that, or that's not why we're all here and uh we're now have an opportunity to put ourselves in position to win games. So, but that being said, um, I'm extremely grateful for the relationships that have been built um, with me and the players, along with the other coaches and the players, and me and the coaches. So, for them to do that, um, I'm very thankful and grateful for that. So, that's awesome for a, for a Raider homer. That's as much Rich Bisacci as I have. Uh put on you guys since he's taken over as the head coach of the Raiders. We'll see. Mayock out was a bit of a surprise to me, but. You know, I can't help but wonder if – so, JT's coming up at 10.30. I don't want to get too in the weeds, but real quick, Mark Davis also runs the Las Vegas Aces, and that's the WNBA team in Vegas. And he really wanted Becky Hammond to take over as the head coach there. But he made it clear and, and had a conversation with Bill Lane Beer where it's, hey, listen, if we don't get Becky, I'd love for you to stick on as the head coach. Which some might say, I would tell him bleep you, but – Bill Lambeer was going to transition to another role in the team, too. So Bill Lambeer's like, okay, yeah, that's great. Go, go, go get back. I can't help but wonder if that's a situation here with Rich Passaccia where it's, Rich, we love you. We want to keep you around. But I do kind of owe it to this team to see if I can't get a, a Mike Tomlin or a Sean Payton or a Jim Harbaugh, but we'd love to keep you around. I, I think something like that is going on here. I do think they're going to swing for the fences on the GM. I think it's going to be a big name. I really do. And I don't know who's considered a big-name GM right now, but they, they've got – you know, the Raiders right now, as far as roles are concerned, they don't have a president. They don't have a general manager. They don't have a, 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 head, a, a full-time head coach. So there is a lot you can offer in a title, right? Hey, we want to bring you in as a GM – uh, or we want to bring you in as the president, you can hire your GM. Or we're going to bring you in as a GM, who do you want as the president of this organization? Yeah, who do you want to work with? Right, so I think there's a lot of options there. Head coach, GM on the table? Potentially, yeah. And I think that's one reason why Jim Harbaugh left San Francisco. He didn't get along with Trent Baalke. There wasn't a godfather offer There was from, from Michigan. There was a choice that San Francisco had to make, Trent Baalke or Jim Harbaugh. They chose Baalke, isn't that right, Pop? I think so. They chose Baalke and... Then Jim went off to Michigan. And I had someone in my mentions, why would Jim Harbaugh ever want to leave Michigan? Did you hear Kirby Smart? Being a college coach kind of sucks in a lot of ways right now. Well, and let's not act like it's just been roses for Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. The stock's high right now. Sure. Finally beat Ohio State, got into the college football playoff. This is the exception. This is not the norm for Harbaugh at Michigan. So it would make sense to exit right now while the getting's good. 
I don't know, though. It's been a, he's been out of the NFL game for a little bit. Meanwhile, uh, Stephen Jones was asked about the future of Mike McCarthy in Dallas. Part of that future, and I don't know what you can say, what you want to say, but are you of the belief or are you confident that Mike McCarthy will continue to lead this team next season? Absolutely. Very confident. Oh, he's so done. He is so fired. <laughs> Kiss of death. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, here's Jerry Jones. Is there any possibility of you making a coaching change? I don't even want to discuss anything like that at this particular time. No discussion about what are you anything. Coming out, coming out down 13 nothing. did this team look unprepared tonight? Again, I'm not going to discuss uh, <laughs> coaching, the preparation, any of those things. That's not, uh, that's not on the table. Uh, the game speaks for itself. So. So gone. Gone. So let me go ahead and save you Cowboy fans a few moments. He's fired. All right. Um, big story number two. Boy, a tough one last night for Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Chase Edmonds is the back next to Kyler. Takes the snap, sets the laces, bounces in the pocket, hit from behind, flips it forward. It is intercepted. Intercepted. A pick six. David Long Jr. plucks it at the one. He's got an interception return for a touchdown. And that was when they called game. <laughs> that was ball game right there. Tyler afterwards. Prepare all week, all season, you know, to, to be where we are. And then, uh, you know, the game, the game wasn't competitive at all. So it's disappointing that we didn't, uh, you know, didn't make it a game, you know, and, and come out and play the football we know we're capable of playing. That's really the most disappointing part. There you go. Well said. All right, um, and big story number one. Oh, you Kansas tonight. We'll hear from Porter Moser uh, and Tanner Groves after the break. And the OU women's basketball team takes off for West Virginia here in just a bit. How about them rising up the rankings? Skyler Van, Big 12 uh, Player of the Week. Yes, yes. Skyler Van earns the Big 12 Player of the Week, and Oklahoma continues to climb up. The rankings. 21 points per game last week for uh, Skyler. I would say that is a pretty, a pretty, a pretty Dude, good. Dude, she's, she's, she's doing great. I'm so happy for her right now. So Oklahoma will take on West Virginia tomorrow night. We'll be all over it right here on The Ref. When we come back, though, let's hear from Porter Moser and JT Gasso right after the bottom of the hour. So tonight, inside the Lloyd Noble Center, the OU men's basketball team squares off against Kansas. Always one of my favorite games of the year. The beauty and the curse of the Big 12 Conference. <laughs> you lose last week at then number 22, Texas, 66-52. Turn around, play an overtime game, lose at TCU, 59-58. And your gift, your reward plank, oh, that's right. You get to welcome in number seven, Kansas and number five Baylor this week, which, again, a uh, blessing and a curse, right? I mean, if you win both of these games this week, now all of a sudden, nah, who yeah. cares about last week? Right. Lose both of these games and oh boy, nah, now all of a sudden you're on a four-game losing streak. Well, we uh, yesterday, Josh sat in on the Porter Moser press conference, and he talked about KU. McCormick is the second-best offensive. Wait, hold on me. That, that's on me. Talking about McCormick. Well, McCormick is the second best offensive rebounder in the country. Um, yeah. Besides the young man at, at Kentucky. Um, McCormick had 10 offensive rebounds against West Virginia. Who's yeah. physical. I mean, that's, they're big. Um, we're, we're thin inside. Um, as we, you know, TCU, that hurt us. When you watch the tape, that hurt. They ran three bigs 
yeah. throughout the game. And uh, we, we got to get more production. I, I think uh, AK had a good two days of workouts for us. So we got to get some depth inside there. He's got to give us some minutes. Um, we kind of rotated Rick in there and AK in there. Um, uh, we need them to be better. Um, and um, so I see, I see that they're, they're, I mean, they really push in transition. Braun is having a great year. And then Obachi, I mean, he's Obachi. having an all American year. What are we doing, James? Let I, the dude answer the question. I know. We need him to just <laughs> just, just let him go. Let him go. The moderator elite, just needs to elite. mute his mic. Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh. Anyway, here he goes. Shooter he is. Um, he's shooting 48%, making a lot of them, over 50 of them. That's elite. Um, Harris is, gets that ball downhill. I mean, they, they got – I mean, McCormick is just – and then Lightfoot comes in. They got two really good five-men that come in and are older and strong and veteran – that they, they they post you up and Bill's always done a really good job of, of getting them on the block and running their stuff. But um, you know, really really good team. How many how many times have we seen Porter Moser battle Bill Self? Uh, this is probably the first, right? Because there's never. There's never been a situation, right, where Loyola of – well, where Loyola, where Porter was, where they ended up playing Kansas in the tournament on their run, right? Yeah. No, this will be the first matchup. Ah, Should be. That? How about that? Meanwhile, um, real quick, couple more. Ethan Shagwa is out. Porter, we'll start with any update on Ethan, or is it too early to know? Uh, yeah, Ethan will be available. Yep, and the so po- there you go, there you go, and you brought up the curse and the positives, right? The curse. It's the Big Twelve. You're going to play tough teams every single time out. It's it's the curse, but it's also the blessing because you you've got a chance to turn around and play a really good team right away. So that's the positive of playing so quick, <laughs> is you can get that taste out of your mouth. But there no, there's no easy challenges. But um, yeah, I mean. Every night you're going to have an opportunity to get a resume builder. Every night you're going to get a chance to have a quad one win almost. So literally every road game is going to be a quad one win. Most of the home games are quad one wins. So every single night, um, I use that analogy with our guys. I said, this is going to be a a 12 round, you know, heavyweight fight. You're going to get knocked down. You're going to lose a round. You got to bounce back up, come back up, answer the bell, man. You got to be ready. And um, you got to be able to take a punch and then you got to be able to Adversity All right, Oklahoma, warming up out there. Enjoy the I didn't edit that out because I thought that was oh, hilarious. What happened? Did someone just – The feed that they were doing the Zoom on, my bad on not <laughs> informing you of that okay. ahead of time. Oh, my gosh. I'm sitting there because I just pulled up Tanner Grove's Miles stats, and I'm like, what? what? What just happened? <laughs> no, that's what it sounded like on the Zoom feed. Uh, I don't know if they hit some button. All of a sudden, somebody's, like, getting a weather report. So here's what I've discovered, all right? When your Zoom is unmuted and you're clicking around, like a lot of y'all do during a Zoom, I'm guilty of it too. If your Zoom's unmuted, your computer will start playing that audio to everybody. Ah, so you think maybe somebody was like... Somebody who Zoom... See, because listen, it's it's like an OU thing at the end of this. It's very... It's very out there, enjoy the 60s. It's going to... Adversity. All right, Oklahoma, warming up out there. Enjoy the 60s. Yeah, it's someone at Channel 4, right, who's who's either the – or, or they went to their website because – Well, thanks, Porter. It's warming up. It'll be in the right. 60s. So that's what happened. 
So someone must have, or they hit a tab, which by the way, every single tab. Now, for any of the Assume news stations, there will be audio. News stations and the newspapers, you are inundated with like 86 flash ads. Somebody texted, by the way, and said, Josh, who are you rooting for tonight? Asking for a friend in the 785. I'm pulling for Oklahoma. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. Uh, Tanner Groves needs to have a big night. Last two games, nine combined points at six versus TCU. Uh, just three versus Texas. Yeah, I mean, it was incredible. Um, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on here. Yeah, definitely. No, I think that um, just in terms of offense, you know, I need to be better um, for the team, for the guys. Um, I need to do do a lot better job taking care of the ball myself. Um, you know, a lot of the offense, you know, the ball is is through me, and I need to need to make a lot more, you know, a lot smarter decisions with the ball in my hands. Um, you know, coach and I have been talking a lot the last few days, and um, I just need to be a lot tougher. I need to be, you know, I know that I can be. I just, you know, I just got to go out and do it. Um, you know, so I think that's kind of that kind of has to do with it a little bit too, and. Um, you know, just as a team, I think, you know, we need to limit our turnovers. We need to play more together and, you know, just just really find the openings in, in, in our offense, which we can we can definitely do. And, um, you know, let our defense carry us as well. It's kind of what we've been doing. But, um, yeah, we definitely, you know, once we get it going on offense, I think that we'll be fine. Um, we've shown all season that we're capable of of getting it going offensively. You know, we scored um, we scored well against Iowa State, who's you know, one of the best defensive teams in, in the country, according to statistics. And, and so, you know, we know what we're capable of. We, we just got to go out and do it. And, and that's, that's the bottom line. So I, I don't really, I don't really think that, uh, I don't really think there's much else to it than that. And I think that we definitely are capable of being great. And yeah, we just got to go out and do it. There you go. There Need you a big go. game from the man. Three points against Texas. Six against TCU. Uh, that ain't going to cut it versus Rock Chalk Jayhawk. But you know who he was really good against? Kansas. I know, and that frightens me a little bit. In last year's NCAA tournament. 35 points, 11 of 18 shooting. His brother Jacob had 23. So, yeah, they might be pretty fired up to try to shut him down tonight. Right. Hey, softball's right around the corner. Uh, for the ref listeners on 94.7, The Buzz in Tulsa and down in Lawton, Get to know JT Gasso next. Oh, let's go. We are pumped on this Tuesday to <laughs> yeah, be joined. Yes, it is Tuesday. It's like all these days are running together. JT Gasso joins us, hitting coach for the defending national champion Oklahoma Sooners. How we doing, JT? Congratulations, man. Another Gasso on the way. Let's go. <laughs> What's up, Plank Sir? It's, you know, it's been a while since I've seen you. We're, uh, but we're, we're excited. Um, yeah, coming uh, – August 2022. Good timing, too. You waited um, the nine months because, let me think here, Champ was joined right uh, – Champ was joined. Champ was born right after the end of the season, right? And In October. Yeah. Right. And Grace was born in season, if I'm not mistaken, right? In in season in that cold Ohio, oh. or, uh, Ohio State – that cold Iowa State weekend. Ugh. Unbelievable. In 18. That's right. I remember that. They came back last here. Last time we had – yeah, last time we had Iowa State at home. Gosh. 2018. Like, that's crazy. So uh, take me through what – well, and, and congratulations, and, and we're pumped for you, Andrea. It's just awesome news. Um, what's these next few weeks like for you, JT? Is it after a little time off getting back to basics? Is it um, – 
I don't know, are you game planning? Is it scouting reports? What's these next few weeks like? Yeah, so uh, this this week, especially with everyone coming in, um, I don't want to say cold, right, but just the, the level of training just isn't the same when they're with Dane and, and all the work that he puts in with them. So um, it's just getting their bodies right and getting their their swings to feel, you know, uh, how they want it to feel and just feel uh, normal and, and natural and, you know, stuff like that. So then um, as we get a little bit closer, we'll start to game plan a little bit more and, and be a little bit more specific. But right now it's just about um, just getting them feeling right and uh, just going over some of those basic fundamental things um, that we worked on in the fall. So roster-wise, wild year. Because you've got so much. And then you and, and Coach and, and Coach Rocha went out and recruited an incredible group of youngsters that are coming in. And names like Tria Coleman, um, Hannah Core, transfers like Alyssa Brito that are coming on board. From a depth perspective, I know this is kind of a hard thing, but is this about as deep of a roster as we've seen for Oklahoma? Um, I mean, yeah. And, you know, what's what's kind of crazy is you have people who can step like there, there used to be positions to where, you know, it would be kind of like, all right, well, she goes down. I don't know what we're going to do here, but I mean, literally every single position around the field, there's, you have somebody else that can play that position if, if need be. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been exciting in the competition um, uh, in the fall and, and even now, like it's just it's been off the charts and making kind of everyone better. So I, I look at this and I think just in my mind, and you know how warped my mind can be. Everyone's back, right? Outside of a right fielder, but that doesn't mean everyone's set in their spot, right? I mean, this is with competition and the players that are the Sophia Nugent, who I haven't even mentioned. That every time I watch her, she wows me. Um, I mean, JT, there's no givens on this roster, right? Um, I mean, yeah, and I, I think what the, the big thing is, is you have a lot of people who can do uh, things, right? So you have people who are fast, people who can bunt, people who have power, and it's just kind of seeing how consistent some of these people can, um, some, of these, some of these athletes can, can do their thing, you know? So um, I know the, the one thing about the, the freshmen is they just haven't seen it as much. So there's going to be growing pains. They're going to be learning and, and, but it's about having them still stick to what they do really, what they do best and like utilize their strengths in a way that they can still learn and grow from those opportunities. JT Gasso joins us sooner hitting coach. So you open up the season with the target preseason, number one defending champs. It's nothing new. You did it in 16. You did it in 17. Um, how much did you learn from – and it's kind of wild when you think about 17. I think a lot about 17 because you came in as the preseason favorite, came back with the same stocked roster, and it, it was a little challenge to start the season in throughout. What lessons have you learned from coming in as the preseason favorite, which is, again, nothing new, and, and, and how to – I don't know, match the – I don't know if match the intensity or how to attack the day or whatever it might be, JT, to meet those expectations. Yeah, so I think there's two there's there's two things that go into that. Like the first thing you look from like a coaching staff perspective, and like for me, I learned that you know nothing is 
is given or guaranteed and it's not saying that you know we thought that but it's it's definitely something where you just basically start over new mm-hmm. you know it's, it's just like hey this is a new season new team like you as great as last year was we can't just keep looking in the in the rear view about you know what we accomplished because that doesn't carry over into this year um and then from a player perspective you think this what this is the first time that you've had these players come off a national championship so them dealing with these expectations like from a team so now you know everyone feels it you have even freshmen who are just like you know i'm stepping in with the defending national champions and it's just how to learn with that and um, a lot of it's just, you know, it's outside noise and dare I say rat poison, you know, but um, it's just, the, you know, that's, it is what it is, especially in today's climate and, and how everything goes. So, um, you know, it's something that we're going to learn, uh, learn about, but at the end of the day, it's just about, you know, going out there and playing and competing. So it's, it's funny too, because I think, um, and obviously Oklahoma success names like Alo have a lot to do with it. I really think we've seen an increased interest in the sport, JT. How exciting has that been for not just the now but the future of softball? Yeah, it's it's awesome. And you look at like what the crowds that we're bringing in, and um, even at the the World Series, and that's where I keep I just keep thinking like we're going to keep getting more and more exposure, and it's just going to keep growing and growing to something that is is you know, going to be a very, I mean, it is a very reputable sport right now, but I'm talking like, like national, like bigger than what it is now, you know? So it's, it's cool, especially, you know, like growing up when there was no TV, the only time you would see it is like the national championship game. Right. Right. And you, there's no way you were seeing, um, uh, like preseason or pre-conference games on TV or anything like that. So, so yeah, it's it's exciting to see it continue to to grow and get exposure. A couple of your sophomores, JT, obviously big contributors in a national championship season a year ago. But what are you expecting from Tra Jennings and Jada Coleman as now the next stage of their careers begin this season? Yeah, so um, I I think a lot of that has to do with um, watching them grow as as athletes and and just not press, you know, like they're going in and just trying to replicate what they're, what they did last year. It's, it's, you can't attain it and you're competing against yourself. And it's something that, you know, just as athletes, it's the next, the next thing, the next, we go to the next at bat, the next pitch or, and uh, they're learning that. And I think they kind of got a sense of that in the fall to where, um, you know, it's just like if you're trying to chase ghosts, you know, stuff that's already happened that's not right in front of you, then it's really hard to to uh, manage stuff like that. Sneaky good power from Jada Coleman, too. Like nine home runs last year for someone that, and, and, and no offense to Jada, but you, you wouldn't think, wow, she's going to hit bombs. But is that an area where, and again, for those who don't know, the JT Gasso hitting concept, swing hard, right? I mean, there's no magical – what was the old Fred McGriff videos? Who was that? Was it Pete Amansky? Tom Amansky. Tom Amansky. Back-to-back AAU championship. Come on. There's, so JT's theory is swing hard. But, I mean, is that something for Jada that we could see more of from her? Power hitting? Um, 
maybe that here's here's the thing when she when she came in, um, we we put her we have some technology that can kind of measure you know how how she swings about and and basically how efficient she moves. She was like top ten percent on our team of efficient movers. Every single time she swung a bat, she was transferring energy into the into the bat, hitting the ball hard. But her mentality was, you know, I'm going to put the the ball on the ground. I'm going to beat it out, put pressure on the defense type of thing. And it was, you know, she came to the realization, like what we told her was, imagine you're playing shortstop and you hit that ball to yourself. Are you going to make that play? She was, yeah. I'm like, well, then why would you like force yourself to do that? So it was just not so much of like, hey, we're going to try and hit fly balls here, but just her standing game was a lot better than maybe she was giving it credit for. So um, just – she she explored you know what that felt like what it was like and she was she was so athletic that naturally she was able to put um, a lot of force into into her swing and and hit the ball hard and and uh, yeah the the results were just kind of taking care of themselves because she she hits with such consistency that if she just puts enough on it it's it's traveling really far. Uh, JT, I'll let you go on this. So we were talking about some of the youngsters, and this has been kind of a unique year for me because I called one of their uh, all-star games, so I've had a chance to see them all, and I came away with just oh, yeah, one. Right. I came away yeah. with one thought: How are you going to keep these these youngsters off the field? I mean, Hannah Core, Sophia Nugent. I mean, they come in JT, and they can straight up ball. There's going to be competition everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's. Um... You got to talk to the person who writes the lineup. So all I can do is get, is get them ready to try and get them ready to, to swing and, and do some things. But yeah, I think um, you know the future is definitely is bright. And I think the one thing that uh, you know these the, the freshmen have really bought into is the concept of development mm-hmm. and just seeing how good that they can be. And even within um, the the past you know, semester, just for, from where they started to where they are now, it's just been, you know, awesome. So um, to see that, to see them buy into that, it can only help their career moving forward. I love it. So um, I'm excited, dude. I'm ready to go. I know we got a few weeks, and I know you got time to get ready, but uh, we're right around the corner from a road trip to, what, Irvine, California to open this bad boy up, and it should be fun. should be fun, yeah. man. I'm fired up. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I, and I figured it was a little bit too early to talk to Raiders football yeah. with you. I don't know if that still stings, but I had to let DJ know, like, hey, as a Raiders fan, you just get used to disappointment yeah. year after year. Yeah, this is, and I know he's kind of new to the that. game. But how about you, how about your brother? By the way, uh, for those who don't know, JT and DJ Gasso are brothers. I didn't know if anyone knew that. <laughs> um, but how about your bro? His first home Raiders game is that Chargers game on Sunday Night Football. How about that? Yeah, I, it, that that is a very cool experience, and I I, I let him know that that was pretty cool. But then in the trash talk, I was like, "How does it feel <laughs> to get all of that nullified by a blown?" <laughs> Like, for four quarters later, they oh, were just going to be done with their season. Just heartbreaking. <laughs> hey, I, I didn't want to go there no, with no, you. I appreciate I it. But, you know. <laughs> you got to keep me grounded. I was on cloud nine just because they made the playoffs. But yeah, it's, a, it's a fun year. And I, I won't lie to you, dude. I got February 27th circled. I can't wait to see you and DJ go at it uh, and coach whenever you guys take on Utah. I'm Paige Parker out there as the pitching coach. But a lot of time to get there. A lot of times we'll have you on, JT. Uh, appreciate it, man. Congratulations. And we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks, Pine. See ya. I'll see you. JT Gasso.
By the way, he is a Jets fan, just so you know. So it's not like he's allowed to talk too much trash. Right. There's no playoff victories for the New York Jets yeah, to celebrate. It's not as if he can go, bleep yo, buddy. All right, we got a break. He wouldn't do that anyway. It's a plank show. Wrap up hour two next. Side note. But thanks to JT Gasso for joining us. We have a lot of softball talk on the show. I'll be, well, I think I'm traveling with him. Am I traveling with him? I think I am. I don't know if we have to do any virtual broadcasts or not. I think those are a thing of uh, yesterday. I, I don't know. I didn't have to do any last year. But then again, we didn't travel outside of Oklahoma or Texas or Kansas last year. So we'll see. Did I? Did I? Did you get your tropical smoothie yet? No. Is this a sponsor I, thing or was this a gift? Uh, I th- good question. I think that's just being rewarded by our the fine bosses? ownership. I, I will have to say, we did not have the royal taste tester check this out, so I might. <laughs> there is a chance I could walk out of here and fall straight over. But it's it's money, dude. And it got me thinking about softball because softball time is smoothie time. So game on. Yes, game it on. is. Game on. Thank you, JT. Fun to Fun to catch up. So I, I want to get a rotation on the show where we get JT one day, Coach Rocha the next day, and then have Coach Gasso come in to, to be the cleanup hitter on Fridays. Or when I'm on the road and doing the show live, Coach Gasso just comes on with us on site. Yeah, I, I think that's cool. fantastic. I don't know. That, that, that would be a lot of time she has to spend around me, and I think the whole goal is to spend a, as little time around me as possible. <laughs> Well, just probably all of us Dude, what collectively. A, look at us. Look at this guest list today. Wow. Where did this come from? All right, quick break. We've got a full hour. Your calls if you want to jump in at 329-9000. That's 405-329-9000. Air Comfort Solutions, text line 651-3439. It's The Plank Show.